Today, a new $3.5 trillion budget plan. You may lose your mind when you hear what all is in it. Also, Obama's maskless birthday celebration. And Dr. Fauci says to expect a flood of vaccine mandates. We have got a lot coming up this Monday, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Today joined by my good friends, uh, we've got Chad Prather, America's favorite cowboy and future governor of Texas, also host of the Chad Prather Show here on Blaze TV. Yeah, I was told yesterday I'm not governor material. Why? And I posted a shirtless picture. I was at the lake and it was online. And I'm sorry. Are you not allowed to be hot if you're governor? Hey, Barack Obama did it all the time. Hey. <laughs> He tried. He tried. He tried. He didn't pull it off, but he did it. <laughs> Yaku Bullions, by the way, Blaze TV contributor, uh, host of the Yaku Bullions show. Former model himself. He, Self cowboy. He, yeah. well, can I, ju- we are going to get to Obama later, but he's just, he was way too, he's so feminine. I don't, I did not understand the hype with him. Oh, he's so dreamy with that, what him and Michelle rowing or kayaking or whatever that the was hell actually, they were doing. People said that, huh? Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. yeah. Thankfully, not... I missed that. Yeah, I missed that. Very happy. Well, I would say if you are not governor material, that would be great. Let me get a new I shirt that I says governor, governor material. <laughs> I, but I don't want t-shirt. governor material. Yeah. I don't want the typical governor. I was telling him that earlier. Yeah. Why would we want the same? Yeah. Right. Exactly. We're trying to do things differently right. around here. I don't think it's been working out. But I'm fully so clothed great. today. Well, that's a shame. Uh, all right. So let's get into the headlines of the day. So the Senate, Senate Democrats unveiled the outline of their three point five trillion dollar budget resolution, um, which I think people are like, oh, just the three point five trillion because it just your eyes glaze over and you can't even comprehend what kind of money that really is. But uh, let, let me go through some of the tags on it. So uh, it establishes universal pre-K for three and four year olds and a new child care benefit for working families community college tuition free for two years uh the first ever federal paid family and medical leave benefit provides environmental justice and climate resilience Mm -hmm. uh let's see electrifies the federal vehicle fleet and buildings establishes the first ever civilian climate corps uh provides green cards to millions of immigrant workers and families and you know on and on and on and on um so I just, it's just that, like, we're just, like, selling off all of the assets and money of our, like, children's, 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 children. And I just am not sure that it's worth it for universal pre-K from the government and uh, environmental justice. Well, nobody's read this thing because it's longer than the Bible, first of all. <laughs> it's, it's a gigantic document. But I didn't know that we could just throw money and have climate resilience. Like, yeah. you just fix yeah. it by just spending some money. Yeah. Uh, of course, John Kerry, who, again, flew on his private jet to Barack Obama's, Barack Obama's party, uh, and then flew to the, what, USPCC, where they said, oh, now more than ever, the climate is definitely. But it goes back to the, the, the word trillion. I keep saying this. It just has lost all meaning. It really does. Yeah. Like, like, if there's. All if there's, punches out of it. Yeah. Just yeah. done. The yeah. We don't gone. understand the concept of a yeah. trillion. So so if you pull up your calculator, do it on your phone sometime, if you can't type in that many numbers, 
right? You can't put that many numbers because the screen's not big yeah. enough. We're, we're way off base here. We, we're, we're, we're just, every time you type that, try to type out that many zeros, just erase a kid from the future because they're not going to, they're not going to be able to, it's untenable. They're not going to be able to exist. Yeah. Uh, this is a weakening of the American citizen. This is a weakening of the American economy. This is the globalization of America. This is bringing us down to a level that is manageable by the rest of the world. The Chinese sit back and laugh. Uh, they know exactly what's going on and where this is this is as again I hate to keep talking about the Messiah Barack Obama but this is the fundamental change of America that they asked for it's just a little later than he promised but mm-hmm. it is here it's it's a little later but it's here and it's here in full swing they're making up for it mm-hmm. for whatever they for whatever they lacked in being radical during his eight years they are doubling down and they're speeding the train up faster than you can say fast and look when we go through these programs if you could read this document if you could keep make it through it without falling asleep right <laughs> you would start seeing all the little tethers all the little organizations and the programs you know all the friends and yes you'd sprinkle in a little china there and maybe a little middle east and you'll just see how money is just siphoned off from the taxpayer to go towards crazy stuff. And as if you could literally throw money at the environment and go clean up the environment. <laughs> you know, and we, we just have to say this, the number one perpetrator on earth is in fact China mm-hmm. for polluting the air. And there's zero accountability mm-hmm. from the US government to China. And this ball does spin. I'm not the flat earther, you know, we actually turn. <laughs> so when, chi- when China pollutes, here she comes, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's the earth's atmosphere, but now it's a game. And so whatever program they can come up with to print money that's backed by zero. We're talking about, yeah. you said four generations. I don't know. We're probably 10 generations into the future. Yeah, now. I just felt like it. I didn't have enough time we to have keep borrowed going into, down the line. We have borrowed into the great yes. abyss. Yes, right? yes. Maybe yeah. past the second coming. I well, mean, it's. I've said it over and over again. The money's not there and the money's not theirs. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist. Uh, this is this is ethereal, this whole stuff that we're talking yeah. about. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so to to your point, Yaku, about the, the them just there's all of these other add ons that we will find. I know Chuck Schumer told the Democrats that, quote, every senator will have opportunities to shape and influence the final reconciliation bill after adoption of the budget resolution. Uh, he added at its core, the legislation is about restoring the middle class in the 21st century and giving more Americans the opportunity to get there. This legislation will provide the largest tax cut for American families in a generation while making the wealthy pay their fair share. In all phases, we will concentrate on communities that have too often been neglected, including communities of color and Native Americans. So he seems to have tried to put all of the buzzwords mm-hmm. in there to make it sound like, as Chad, as you pointed out, no one is going to read this bill. No one is actually going to know what is in it, but they are going to hear Chuck Schumer say, well, we're going to be looking out for you and we just want to help the middle class and we're finally going to make the wealthy pay their fair share. And that, I think, will be the talking points from the Democrats to push to adopt it. And, of course, the uh, the sheep will latch right onto it, I think. So to say we want to help the middle class get there, get where? Right. The mediocrity? To, to, to where? Where everybody everything's just manageable and sustainable and they're dependent well, and on I the think government? That they pull the 
upper class down, down. to so yeah, exactly. class. mediocrity yeah. because there, there's, yeah. it's like paying property taxes and when property taxes are going through the roof you don't want to improve your home right. because guess what they're just going to tax you more yeah. because now your home is supposedly worth more so why do i want to work harder to become upper class or to achieve the american dream let's say they're just bringing the american che- uh, dream down to this this quote-unquote achievable mediocre middle exactly. and mm-hmm. it's disgusting uh i don't get up every day with the hopes to just stay status quo where I am financially and and in terms of business and in terms of uh, accomplishment. I don't do those things. That's not the American dream. I am a capitalist. I want to keep working if, if, you know, hey, but they don't want that. They want to cheapen all of that. Yeah, Yeah, no, 100%. And if you look at other nations, when they start talking about lowering the grade point average or the ability to pass a grade or don't measure anymore, just pass because they show up or smile, all these things are about bringing the top down just go, just go research Canada and see how this happened in Canada. How if you're an achiever in Canada, you're frowned upon. Yeah. Literally. Even as an athlete, you can't. They'll give the, the man of the match trophy or the most valuable trophy to the guy who didn't do anything to make his feelings feel better, right? Yeah. And just bring everybody back to middle. Control yourself. Don't get out of line. Don't overachieve now, Chad. You can't. You, this is what you can earn. Yeah. We kind of decide it for you. And then let, let Uncle Sam take care of you. You know, when, trust when, us. <laughs> when I was a student at the University of Georgia, go dogs, uh, we took, I took a statistics class. The statistics class was so impossibly hard, he gave two tests. It was a midterm and there was a final. That was all, midterm and a final. Open book, whatever. We didn't have cell phones and computers. We didn't have the internet. But it was open book, open textbook, open notebook. Well, you could take anything you wanted. There were only four problems on the entire thing. The, the midterm, I remember, was so difficult that if you made a 28 on it, you passed. That was how big the curve was, wow. right? Uh, if you made like a 60-something, it was a, considered an A in that. Well, you're not learning anything right. at that point, yeah. right? Because the curve has now gotten so out of control, right. it's, it's virtually unattainable. Mm-hmm. So that's what's happening now to America. We, we've, we've done this thing, and we've sold it in such a way that says, hey, man, if you just want to get there, as Chuck Schumer says, you don't really have to do that much. Let us do it all for you. That's and right. so now you have cradle-to-grave care on the part of the government, and now we're on the government team. Do you think, I know I know we need to get into uh, Obama's birthday party, oh, but, but <laughs> I mean, so I, I think the question for me is, at what point, or are we already there, where we have a generation of, you know, up and coming, let's say high schoolers, 18-year-olds, uh, 21-year-olds, who don't, like, the American dream to them is now how much will the government give me? Because they seem to be, I mean, that's part of their plan, right? They're doing the the tuition-free college. Um, they're doing the universal pre-K. They're trying to establish in these individuals that they are to be uh, governed from cradle to grave. So I guess, I mean, I obviously you're correct about the American dream and what it actually is, what is supposed to be uh, representative of it. But do we have these up and coming, you know, people in the workforce who understand that, because I worry that it's already lost. For, for that bracket of society that you're talking about, mm-hmm. it's changed. Yeah, I I'm just, convinced I don't it think has that shifted. they can even. If we go out here it. right now on the street and do a poll with, with you know, a thousand 18 year olds to 30 year olds right now, and ask, yeah. what is the American dream? I think you'll be shocked. Remember, I showed you the little graph I did Saturday the other day about Bucky's paying their people like, I mean, crazy amount, and had this 21 year old, you know, cashier say oh you don't want to work here 
Oh, it's awful. And I go, dude, you're <laughs> making 19 bucks an hour for your starter job. Yeah, to, to sit at a cash register. To, to sit at a cash register. And he's complaining. air conditioning. And he's complaining. Right. He's not busting knuckles, you know, chopping wood or lumber or uh, the lumber mm-hmm. yard or whatever. That tells you it's a whole different dream. Mm-hmm. And that dream is an Uncle Sam's going to take care of us dream. It's like some... Actually, they're supposed to. They believe, well, they're supposed to. Right. They're supposed to. What, or you want me to do something? Right. And so I'm, I, think, I think we've seen a generational shift. Do I want it that way? No. Right. But I think that's, the, that's just a fact. That's, because otherwise, how would they condone burning cities down and defend these crazy people and put a mask on and throw? I mean, this is no. This so, no. so then how do we get back? Uh, well, Chad, do you agree? Yeah, so you put enough honey on the nipple, you're going to yeah. want to suck on it, right? Well, right now they're putting honey on the turd, and we're still <laughs> sucking on it. Yep. And, and that's the thing. We've sweetened it to the point we don't even know what we're sucking on anymore. Yeah. And we sucked on it so much that now we just suck. Yeah. And so what happens is we don't fight back because we're afraid of them taking the honey away. We'll keep sucking the turd. I'm sorry, Mom and Dad, if your kids are watching, <laughs> but this is just a fact. Uh, you just keep on, like, yeah. we're so afraid of losing the honey. And so we have this generation... And we're all guilty of this thing because our founding fathers would have already been in the middle of a revolution. Oh, they'd, yeah. have been, oh, they'd, they'd have been dumping tea no. in the harbor two years ago. Done. Yeah. yeah, we're just like, oh, still wear and, this and, mask until yeah, I die. So, yeah. and, and, and even COVID aside, the reason, as you alluded to earlier, Yaku, is they've hit the nitrous button in the car, right? They're in fast forward because right. they thought they were going to have four to eight years of Hillary Clinton to get this stuff done. Well, they yeah. didn't. They had a hiccup called Donald Trump and Donald Trump came in here, upset the plants. Now they had to put the puppet in there. Joe Biden, uh, a sippy cup, as you call him. Yeah. I love that name for him. They had to put him in there and they can control the agenda, right? So what's, what is their hope? Uh, not, not with this mindset. Not with this mindset. We're scared of being shut down. We're scared of being tired of being canceled. We don't want to say anything that's not politically correct because they're going to come at us. And let's face it, you know, the LGBTQ community, they're militant. And the cancel culture, they're strong. And I'm afraid to make a joke here or say something or speak out because, I, you know, what are they going to do? They're going to, they're going to make it where I can't go to church anymore. I can't go to, you know, I can't speak up at the PTA meeting or the whatever, the city council meeting. I can't do all these things. And we're scared. At some point in time, and I think you alluded to it on a taping of my show, said you put the dog far enough in the corner, and eventually there's a, there's a good number of us out there that are just genuinely pissed off enough, enough. that you will not like what's going to come yep. when it happens. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I'm telling you, I'm feeling that brewing, and I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it in the communities, and we are in a corner. There's no more room. Just FYI, there's no more backing up. You back up one. I'm, I'm at the point where we back up yeah, one more inch. Okay, you're off the cliff. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so now it's like that way. See, here's, let me say something that's Start real offensive. Because, because a friend of all of ours called me on the phone yesterday. He's a very famous person. And very accomplished person. Very outspoken person. He called me on the phone. And he said, dude, you did a rant last week. And I'm so proud of you, what you said on that thing. You're so passionate. And he goes, I'm afraid we're at a point where we're going to have to shoot our way out. And he goes, actually, I'm not afraid of that. Let's do it. And there's a lot of people out there who say, oh, my God, are you threatening violence? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we're tired of being kicked around. You can't put your boot on the back of my neck for long before I get up and kick your ass. That's right. And that's where we're at in this crossroads of human history. Yeah. You start having people throwing stuff at churchgoers, and maybe we're getting into that. I don't know if we are, uh, the story today. But you're starting to tolerate that. If for a second you're an American today and you've caught yourself give that inch, you better check yourself in the mirror tomorrow because you're part of the problem because we may be coming for you. 
You cannot give another inch in this nation, not to the vaccine, not to BLM or whatever acronym you want to call them. Anything that is anti-God, anti-country, anti-true patriotism, you got to start pushing back, period. Yeah. Don't give an inch for nothing anymore. Uh, I feel like that may end up being the motto of the entire show. We'll get into a maskless Obama boozy party when we return. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Home Title Lock. So most of you, you are, you're paying your mortgage. If you own a home, you're paying your mortgage uh, every month to build this equity in it for this retirement nest egg. Probably maybe you got 50000 100000 however much you have in there. But what you don't realize is that the more equity you have, actually the greater the chance that foreign and domestic criminals can come after you and here's how they do it all right uh they go find your home's title that is kept online where everything is kept now and they can take it they can forge your signature on a quick claim deed and they can then uh refile as a new owner they can take your equity they can take loans out against it it's awful you don't want it to happen to you and by the way you're not covered by insurance you're not covered by your bank or common identity theft programs but home title lock will Cover that. Protect your most valuable asset. All right. Register your address now to see if you are already a victim and don't know it. And you will receive a complete title history of your home. That is a hundred dollar value for free. If you go to hometitlelock.com, you got to register your address. Don't find out when it's too late. Find out now at hometitlelock.com. We're getting into uh, Obama's birthday party, and it just dawned on me. I don't know. I, I hope my son's birthday was over the weekend, by the way. Happy birthday, Happy Sawyer. Happy birthday. And I hope that it's not the same day as Obama's, because that just seems like a really bad omen. No, I look at it this way. If Sawyer's <laughs> birthday is on the same day, he redeemed the day. <laughs> That's okay. I like, I like the way, way you look at Come it. Come on, he I redeemed like the, way the you day. Look at that. That's much better. Uh, so oh, can you just give <clears throat> us a good Barack Obama? Barack Obama. <laughs> Okay, thank you. That guy, <laughs> that guy had this birthday party. We talked about it uh, last week leading up to it. We had heard that he was going to have this big giant bash, 60th birthday bash. And, uh, you know, I mean, there's a little Delta variant going around and they're telling you that you are required to do things like make sure that you wear masks at all times, even if you're vaccinated and things of that nature. But please, these are the elitists. All right. They do not have to no follow, abide by the same rules that you have to follow, which is why all of these uh, videos and pictures surfaced of the party where they were, of course, maskless. Here is Obama. And uh, I don't know. Is that his daughter? I don't know. This is uh, Obama completely maskless at his birthday party with how many people? Just like 700 of his closest friends. Well, originally so they were going to do 500 were invited plus 200 people working at it. So they said, well, we're right. going to scale back. So they went to like 495. Well, oh, well, thank God. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. God. Cause the, because the, well, the they 500 came, was... They came right under COVID's requirement. Now, I don't know if we're going to, if this is on your headlines, because I don't prepare for this show at all. <laughs> But let me, just tell, <laughs> let me tell you something. You know, you know, Nancy, Nancy Pelosi, was, she was on Martha's Vineyard. This is great. She I was on this. Martha's Vineyard. Why? Because yeah. she thought she was going to Obama's party. That's right. Right? There's no other reason to be on Martha's no. Vineyard if you're Nancy Pelosi, right? She was on Martha's Vineyard. And apparently she was one of the ones that got disinvited. Right? Because so she couldn't funny. do the white man overbite <laughs> like Barack Obama does with Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg and Oprah and the mm, Bruce Springsteen in the spring thing and the, mm, and the uh, Brock, let me be clear with <laughs> the crew, you know? Because Nancy, let's face it, I can just see her 
sitting there with a $60 pint of ice cream, right? Just eating just trying. Because she said, I have other parties to go to. Yeah. How many parties do these elites have? They, How many parties? There's there like was parties. no other party no, on Martha's Vineyard what, on the same night. There was one more party. I told you. Uh, 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 <laughs> you, you there, was, there was one more party. <laughs> It was a Zoom party. Zoom it, was, party. it was Nadler and Schiff and her all just sitting eating ice cream together. And you know, Nadler's fat, Nadler. fat ass was all about that ice cream. <laughs> Listen, uh, they, uh, Barack Obama, he's got a tent out there in the front yard yes. that's bigger it than his like $13 million dollar mansion. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's a massive tent, right? Yep. There's nobody, there's nobody in society in Martha's Vineyard that's throwing a party. The same that night. Is in competition. How dare you? Barry Sotero. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> there's no you. way. Muffy, Muffy, are we sophisticated? Are we vaccinated? Oh my God, let's throw a party. Okay, so. We can't deal. The Soteros are having one. <laughs> Like literally, that was the excuse that yes. was used. She said she had other parties. On, on, but on CNN, they discussed this, and uh, the White oh, yeah. House correspondent was like, "Well, don't worry. That yes, they may have been maskless, but these are so sophisticated, vaccinated people. So nothing to see here. Watch." Um, other people said, "You know, this is really being overblown." They're following all the safety that. precautions. Mm -hmm. People are going to sporting events that are bigger than this. This is going to be safe. This is a sophisticated vaccinated crowd. And, wow. and this is just about optics. It's not about safety. Oh, because so. we thought for a moment you were unsophisticated. <laughs> we thought for a moment you were not handpicked Barack Obama, taken through an Ivy League school without attending class, mm -hmm. given your certificate, groomed by Louis Farrakhan and Jeremiah Wright, right? Mm -hmm. And all the overlords of the nation. We, we didn't know this you were a, sophisticated. This is a sophisticated yes. man who committed drone strikes on civilians <laughs> and yes. waged war in seven countries simultaneously, who sent billions of dollars in pallets of cash. Lifestyles of the rich and famous. <laughs> this is... This is this is a per but I want to say thank you personally to the uh, Sotero family. Yes. Uh, yes. Barack Obama single-handedly has wiped out COVID. We yep. never have done. to worry about it anymore. It's done. COVID's There's done. There's no mask. You don't need to do it. Well, hold us. on. Well, hold on. I heard that there was a motorcycle rally that was very very concerning that people were going to spread. Yeah. COVID Those are not sophisticated people. Outside. Those are motorcycle people. Yep. Oh, let's so no, that, listen. No, so listen would, to the message. So that would maybe explain why Dr. Fauci was he's no word on Obama's maskless birthday party, but very concerned about this motorcycle rally watch. Well, I'm very concerned, Chuck, that we're going to see another surge related to that rally. I mean, to me, it, it's 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 understandable that people want to do the kinds of things they want to do. They want their freedom to do that. But there comes a time when you're dealing with a public health crisis that could involve you, your family, and everyone else, that something supersedes that need to do exactly what you want to do. I mean, you're going to ultimately be able to do that in the future, but let's get this pandemic under control before we start acting like nothing is going on. I mean, something bad is going on. I mean, we've got to realize that. He's such uh, a he's such a giant nothing, ass. It's a wonder that, that he doesn't have Andrew Cuomo's fingerprints on him. Sometimes no, no, okay, hold on, hold on. What supersedes your freedom in this country? Nothing. God. God. That's it. Nothing uh, else. And the Constitution is written from the Bible. It's from the Word of God. Nothing. Nothing.
I, I feel like he is a little unclear on that because he seems to think that if he scares people enough, scares the American citizens enough, that there are times where you, well, look, we just, I mean, there's a pandemic, so we, that we have to, that supersedes your freedom. We need to take it from you, and then we will determine when we can give it back to you. And by the way, Obama gets it back before any of you peons. Because he's, he's another level of sophistication. I just want to remind people, how does the four foot two gerbil scare you still today? I mean, get, I mean, come on. <laughs> People, please. I mean, it's about this high, right? He couldn't scare a mutt. Right. Yeah. It stopped well, I mean, listening. How, how much longer does he have to go on about all of these things that could happen? Well, it could. I'm worried In the future. it could be a super spreader. L- I'm worried this one could be. Well, I was wrong about all these other ones, but I'm really worried this one could be a super spreader. Why is he still on freaking television? Look, I'll say this. The mistake we made, Mr. Prather, is the following. When you vaccinate, they shed like crazy. They contract the virus like crazy, faster than unvaccinated, okay? So the, thank you, Obama, for eliminating COVID, right? But now the super spreader, that was a super spreader, if you want to talk about a super spreader, right? But yeah. it's done. Yeah, they're going to be shedding faster than a user of head and shoulders. Listen, <laughs> and you think they'd report any hospitalizations, any of that? I mean, if let's say, let's say, uh, Zero. I mean, who was yeah, there? Jay-Z well, and Beyonce. Uh, yes, I yes. mean, let's let's say they're going the hospital Chrissy with Teigen, co- Chrissy Teigen, Teigen, any of those guys, any of those folks that were out there. I didn't get an invite, but it doesn't matter. I wouldn't go. It may have Yaku, been. It, you wouldn't go. Would it you? may have been. No, if they gave me an invite, I told you oh, before, I would have. Oh, he praise no, holy hell. I, I would have. One, I would have to go flip <laughs> the tent upside down. <laughs> yeah. Or or I would say, yeah, five of us is coming and not show and go. You can eat my bruschetta, my friends. So sophisticated. We have more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Tommy John. So uh, Tommy John is, uh, they're already, we know this, they're the champion of like men's underwear uh, and loungewear. So they've decided to just compete with themselves because there's no one left to compete with, which means I feel like one of you men should be doing this particular stuff. I was just thinking the same thing. We're talking about men's underwear. There's two guys here. So let me just tell you, it keeps you drier. (laughs) Don't want to know the details on that Mm. when you're not wearing Tommy John, all right, and up to seven (laughs) degrees cooler than the regular cotton underwear. But what I would like to talk about is the loungewear that they have because they do (laughs) because they do have that for women as well. And I've gotten into a really bad habit. Uh, Well, I, I think it's a good habit. Personally, my husband doesn't love it because I when I get home, I don't like to process anything at home until I have gotten into my Tommy John loungewear because it is literally the softest clothing I have ever put on my body or will ever put on my body. And I just can't deal with the stress uh-huh. until I put my uh-huh. Tommy John loungewear on. On your body? <laughs> Sarah, I'm sorry, but I, I got to go. Yeah, I can't help this. I got to go. Tommy John should have a slogan, you know, for the men who have something down there, we can cool That's you right. down. Because there's not many men today we with something co- down there anymore. Okay. For the dudes with balls still, <laughs> Tommy John's got you covered. Yeah. And ladies, they've got you covered as well. I am telling you guys, I, and my husband didn't believe me. And then he got, uh, I got him some and he put them on and he was like, holy crap, this is the most comfortable set of underwear I have ever worn. So it's not its not an exaggeration. I'm just saying. This is why it takes forever for Stephen and, and uh, Sarah to text me back. They're lounging. <laughs> they're lounging. And they're Tommy We're John. lounging. They're We're very sophisticated with our Tommy John. <laughs> right now, get 20% off your first order at TommyJohn.com slash Y. That is 20% off right now, only at TommyJohn.com slash Y. You're going to thank me later. TommyJohn.com slash Y.
Now, while we are on the subject of Dr. Fauci, let me just let me just give you uh, a few other tidbits about what this crazy, narcissistic, evil man has had to say. So um, he is actually saying that Americans should expect a, quote, flood of vaccine mandates once the vaccines receive full FDA approval. Uh, He said organizations, enterprises, universities, colleges that have been reluctant to mandate at the local level will feel much more confident. They can say, if you want to come to this college or this university, you've got to get vaccinated. If you want to work in this plant, you have to get vaccinated. If you want to work in this enterprise, you've got to get vaccinated. Blah, 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 blah. And here's one problem with that. Okay, so and I need you guys to help me figure this out. Um, All across the country, we've been not not just the country, I'm sorry, all across the world, we have been seeing all of these bizarre cases where being vaccinated does not actually protect you. Uh, Here is one chart from Dallas County here in our neck of the woods. It says uh, Dallas County tracks hospitalizations and deaths for patients with vaccine breakthrough infections. Using this data to compare vaxxed versus unvaxxed outcomes, we see that the case hospitalization rate is 75% higher among the breakthrough infection group. And the CFR is the same in both groups. So you have a larger, much larger hospitalization rate for the vaccinated people. At what point do we stop calling these breakthrough infections and just say the vaccine doesn't fucking work? Well, not only does it not work, people don't. If we want to say trust the science, trust true science in history. In history, you cannot eliminate a respiratory virus. It's not, never, it is not going to be eradicated. Ever, mm-hmm. ever. Has mm-hmm. never happened. And even like the flu, when you get the flu shot, if you remember, you get pretty dang sick, mm-hmm. right? W- what happens is with this vaccine, you take the vaccine, it lowers your immune system, it breaks it down. Now you're contracting COVID while under the vaccine. 75% is not breakthrough. It's now the norm. Now you can almost say it's the norm. You get the vaccine, you're going to get COVID, mm-hmm. and it's going to come back with vengeance. But then they're vengeance go- on you. And then they're going to then mandate. Super spread. Right. And, but, and mandate that you get a vaccine that we are seeing in real-time data. I mean, you cannot get more scientific than all of the data that we've seen from these hospitals. Uh, that it doesn't, it's not preventing people from going to the hospital or getting sick or spreading it. But the answer somehow is just to make everyone get it. <laughs> it's not you don't. It's not your duty to get a vaccine. You, you don't owe anybody right. anything. That that is the, that is that is tyrannical fault. That is not freedom fault. You don't owe anybody anything. It's not your duty to do it. And inevitably, you have somebody that'll stand up and say, "Well, you've just never lost anyone or had them seriously ill to COVID." Well, look, if it's that prevalent and that deadly Mm. and it's truly a pandemic, then surely all of us Mm -hmm. have lost someone. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Or know someone. And basically we do. Yes. Most of us do know some people who have died from covid complications. Yes. So to continually push this and say this and then use this. Oh, this, you know, worst case, emotional, empathetic example. Saying, well, you yeah. just can't understand what it's like. In fact, no, what we're trying to do is we're trying to say you're, you're doing this to the detriment of your own health. 
You know, somebody said to me the other day, well, I just, why are you making fun of that? I'm not making fun of it. You, you got the choice to do what you want to yeah. do. I got the vaccine because I had a transplant. Well, I can't imagine getting an organ transplant and then pumping some unknown toxin into my body that I have no idea what it's going to do. So, in essence, unpacking what Fauci said, they're saying we've gone all the way from 14 days to flatten the curve mm -hmm. to now once the FDA approves it, you can't stop us. Mm -hmm. We're going to make sure you get it. And, see, you know, but it's by pressure, right? So force right. fraud coercion is by pressure because the president himself said, well, we're looking into it. And he's asking the CDC to look into it. Is there a legal way to mandate federal? No, there's not. You can't do this. So now they're just going to go to your Disney's who's already caved, your Netflix's and all these companies and say, hey, you work with us. You work here. You do business with us. You sell us goods. We're not going to buy you goods, and, and this is this is this is. Can't have a surgery. Yeah. you need a surgery. Well, I can't do that until you I get the vaccine. I actually have seen reports of people who have had to. They were having to show vaccine paperwork in order to get into the hospital. To what see happens, their what happens if you get into an accident and you need a blood transfusion, and now they're putting? They're going to stop. They're going to stop serving. No, but them. this is what they want. They are the ones mm -hmm. who pick winners and losers. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, I actually think let's flip the script. They know this vaccine is hurting people. They know this vaccine makes you a super contractor of the virus because they know they know the real data. OK, I actually believe this is the game plan. This is the Marxist game plan of culling society. This is it. Why else would Cuomo throw the old people in the old age home and kill off how many people? I mean, they know they understand. So this is the game plan. So I just say, say no. You're in the corner. This is it. Wake up, America. You're in the corner. Time to fight back. It's time to bite. All right. Let me let me switch to something else before we go to break. Uh, let me I, I do have the future governor here of Texas. So I just want to get your thoughts, uh, Governor, on the Texas Democrats who, of course, fled the state to avoid voting on this election reform bill. Um, they have now filed a lawsuit claiming that their rights have been violated. Um, they say that uh, they they say they uh, that the people, what Dade Fallon and James White, embarked upon a course of conduct which intended to violate state and federal <laughs> constitutional rights of the plaintiffs and the classes of the citizens they represent by denying rights under the First, Fifth, and Fourteenth Amendments to the U.S. Constitution, uh, and they are being violated because of race. Because <laughs> you can't make this up. Because since some of them are quote either black or white. Wow. <laughs> what, you, come on, man. You're not it says serious. It. it says it. It's, I'm making it Dude, up. They flushed the Constitution down the toilet. They flushed your rights down the toilet. They told you if you're white, you're evil. Now that the shoe's on the other foot, now all of a sudden, it's, it, it doesn't make this a race of black or Listen, white. Listen, certain plaintiffs are distinguishable based upon the melanin in their skin. Okay. And certain plaintiffs are descendants of persons born in other countries. Well, I'll say, you know, as a future governor, this race really gets you a long ways. I mean, it really does. It, you can go a long way with the race stuff, man. Uh, you play that yep. card, you get a lot of stuff. There we are. So Dave Phelan is a joke yeah, as, the, as the Speaker of the House. He um, and he basically, he tweeted it out. He said, look, if, it, if you feel like this was representing your constituents in your area, in your district, well, then we're not going to penalize you once you come back. It's like putting a kid in timeout and giving them the time to strategize about the next round of crap they're going to do to you. And that's exactly what Greg Abbott did with these House Democrats, exactly what Dave 
feel and the rest of them did. Uh, they gave him carte blanche, freedom and liberty to the point of even them requesting care packages. Two of them that tested positive for COVID went from Washington, D.C. on vacation to Portugal. Mm. Uh, so this is a circus. The monkeys are running it. And I would already be in jail for my actions. I would already be in a lawsuit if I were the governor of Texas. But for what I would have done to those people, I'm on record saying it. I would have changed. The, I would have personally changed the locks on the doors in the office. I would have taken their chairs off the House yep. floor. I would have set them on fire in the front yard of the Capitol. Yep. Yeah, really uh, I would have fired their staff. I would made sure that they I would have, I would have done it out of mandated they can never hold office in texas again you we would pass that bill there is a bill right now that's that's being proposed that if you vacate your seat for 14 days then boom you it's vacant you're gone it's vacant you're it's gotta be, you've done you're out yeah. so these are the kind of things this is a joke this is this is the children running the preschool mm. is what this yeah, is absolutely and and they're running all over like a bunch of toddlers uh, spoiled brats and now they're going to play the race card because let's face it the race card always works just like when greg abbott uh swung and missed on this executive order two weeks ago where he said Said that you, if you if you're transporting illegals in the car, then we have the right to pull them over uh, and and to see if they're illegals or not. And they said, ah, that's you know, Merrick Garland, the Department of Justice said can't do that. That's wrong. It's unlawful. It's dangerous because you're now targeting and profiling Latinos. Uh, and what did he do? He backed off oh, on okay. the thing. Oops, sorry. Okay. Oh, you yes, played exactly. the race card. Okay. You played the yes, race sir. card. I'm so sorry. I didn't. Ooh, I didn't, wasn't thinking about the melanin in their skin. Thank you, sir. May I have another, please? Yeah. yeah exactly. I mean, you know, I did, we're at a point now where it doesn't matter. Everything is the race card. Okay, so you're racist. Whoopie doo. <laughs> Who cares anymore? My They're going to call you racist. They're going to call you racist oh, no matter what. God. You might as well. Do have, the right thing. You might as well have enough balls to warrant you buying go. some Tommy John's. Right? That's all we're saying. That's all we're go. saying. Uh, all right. We've got more to come. <laughs> First, we want to thank our sponsor, Uprising Food. Okay. So I started talking with Uprising Food, uh, I don't know, uh, last month. And they, like, you guys all know I'm I'm the health nut yeah. of the studio. So I do keto, I do low carb, I lost 100 pounds. Like I'm very into nutrition and I could not be more obsessed with this company. They have cracked the code on healthy bread, right? Because Americans don't, like we're going to eat bread. We're yeah. going to incorporate it into our diet, but it's not good for us. So they have actually made this bread. They've got these artisan chefs, uh, our artisan bakers that have cracked the code on making healthy bread taste amazing. And it really does. It's two net carbs per serving, six grams of protein, nine grams of fiber. It tastes like just this homemade bread heaven. I eat it because I can on keto. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm eating real bread again. It tastes delicious. They've got these chips that you can get uh, that are, they're made with real superfood ingredients. And uh, by the way, you'll find things like almonds, MCT oil, apple cider vinegar, egg white, psyllium husk, olive oil. It's all really, really good clean ingredients. But most importantly, it tastes really good. Okay, um, I'm telling you, you've got to try them, especially for those of you who maybe are still trying to get off some COVID weight. This is the way to do it. This tastes delicious and it is good for you. It is going to change your whole mind about what eating healthy is like. You got to go to uprisingfood.com. Use code Y, that's W-H-Y. You will get $10 off of the starter bundle. I am telling you, you are not going to regret it. You got to go to uprisingfood.com, promo code Y. So we've been on the topic of science, right? And science. what, yeah, like science, data, truth, untruth. Uh, so I just want to, I just want to try and figure this one out using science maybe. So uh, there are female prisoners 
and women's advocacy groups who pled with the state of California uh, not to implement a new pro-transgender law that would force state prisons to accept biological males, you know, the ones who uh, identify as a transgender woman, <laughs> For right? For good reason. Gavin Newsom, what are you, a transphobe? I'm just telling you, I'm a, I'm, I'm a person of truth. You want to see some beatings happening in that jail? I, please. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Yaku. Okay, because All the pedos will Gavin flock. Newsom did it anyway. And now it's very interesting because um, apparently one of the state's major women's prisons now has at least one pregnant inmate um, who was just impregnated by one of the... Is her name Mary? <laughs> Is it immaculate? <laughs> I don't think so. Not immaculate. I don't think so. You watch. This is Gavin Newsom. Here he goes. Now he's going to run sex trafficking operations inside the prison system. That's what he's going to do. Now we're going to produce these babies that they can, unregistered babies that they can do what experiments on and what. That's with. dark, is, man. No, I'm telling you, this guy has no bounds. I'm coming for you, Newsom. Like white on rice. We're going to hunt you down like, like a hog. white on rice on a sheep in a snowstorm on a paper plate, baby. <laughs> Coming at you. <laughs> he looks like he could like play the devil on TV, right? He really like, he does. Just, he's creepy. He's really creepy. He's married to Kim Guilfoyle. It, it blows my mind wow. every time I hear it. Yeah. Have yeah, you, have you looked that. at the policies this guy has horrible. instituted? I mean, horrible. nobody so, is worse for children or women than this guy. And let me just say, the state has, uh, this just went into effect in January, this new law. And the state has already received 300 requests for transfer. And none of the requests have been denied. Mm. So... We've just got that going for us. Yeah, no, but I mean, it's Newsome. How did that girl get pregnant? How did that work? Tr if, transgender, I mean, all, if transgender women no, are women. But it's an all-woman prison. How did he... How, what happened? Oh! <laughs> get it? Oh! It was something else. Somebody put a wig on the rooster. <laughs> <laughs> I got it now. I'm country boy, but I catch you. You got it? I mean, I yeah. just, I don't understand how far... You got it before far, the end of the show, at least. <laughs> how, far we, how far do we have to go before women finally stand enough up and say, enough. I'm tired of being erased? Exactly. I, I, don't, I don't accept it anymore. Mm. It's bizarre to me. I cannot understand why women are not in an uproar saying, oh, so you think it's easy to be a woman? Excuse me. Uh, no, you can't. Sorry. Move over, Buster. Not that easy to be a mom. Mom. Not that easy to be a woman. Listen, if you guys want again, to take I over say, the childbearing... No, thank you. I say fine. again. Nope. The I'll population of the world would be about two and a half billion. <laughs> Show me your dudes. uterus. If you don't have one, <laughs> yeah. move over. Go to the urinal, stand and pee. The urinal in the men's, in yeah. the men's prison. In the men's, I mean, in we're the men's just, bathroom. It's like it's gotten... You're going to you know. see an exponential rise in the objectification, the exploitation... Of women. The abuse of women. You're yes. going to, because women, by design... Uh, have a role. Men, by design, have a role. That doesn't mean one can't do one thing better than the other. One might not do. You know, there's, we have there's a place. A, but, by by, but by and large, there there is a place. Women are are designed, by and large, to be protected, to be honored, to be cherished, right. to That's be right. cared for. Uh, and, and and if you stop doing that, you leave them susceptible to. That's why these trans women that are in the wrestling matches with biological women and they're cracking their skulls. The end of the, you don't see it the other way around. Mm -hmm. You don't see trans men fighting biological men. You don't see any of this stuff. Yeah. It's so it, 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 it's just it, 
Like if except you, that, well, except that the transgender weightlifter who like just totally. And, I, and if you even, are, and if you are a transgender athlete, I will always pull against you. I want to watch you lose. Nothing always, makes me happier always, than yeah. watching you lose. Look, I'll just say um, this: if you cannot defend and protect women, you are scum, scum, scum of the earth, the lowest of the low. And I'm telling you, Newsom himself hurts children and women every single day. On that note, right. we got to take a break. We'll do that. Before we go, uh, don't forget to make sure that you are subscribed to the Chad Prather Show YouTube. By the way, that is going to be where you're going to find a great, amazing rant that Chad did that you can no longer find on Facebook. Yeah, that was Thursday afternoon, pulled up in the yard, and I just had enough. And I mean, it very visceral. Very yes. but but it, there's there's a language warning there, but I I still think God blessed it because the message is strong. The message is, is true right there, Yaku, and and Facebook immediately pulled it down. Of course, uh, yeah. million views on Instagram. Wow, yeah. no, it, it's about it needs it's to about be said. no, it's about truth. And thank you for speaking truth. And look, when when uh, when there's passion and there's purpose behind it, then people need to take it for the way it falls, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but truth needs to be spoken. So thanks. Amen. Uh, also, don't forget to uh, subscribe to Yakubuyan's The Yakubuyan Show, Free Space. Uh, he's on Instagram. He's on YouTube. Find him everywhere. And don't forget to subscribe to Blaze TV as well. If you use promo code NEWS, you will get $10 off when you sign up for the year. That is at blazetv.com. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.